What up, listeners? This is Slate Thackeray, your host of Knowledge Quest, a student experience podcast, and you are about to embark on episode one of season two. This year, as we go throughout all of the craziness that we've been experiencing, I wanted to focus on fear. How do we face our fears? And so I've been surveying students. I've been asking listeners like you to tell me, what are you afraid of right now? And I've been getting a pretty sweet lineup of guests to come and join me and talk about what is fear. My, and, and how do we face it in different contexts? Financial, uh, what is fear itself? How do we take our fear of going and getting our passions and making them a reality? And, and how do we do that? Um, so our first episode here, I am joined by a friend of mine. Her name is Jordan Giononi Harless, and she is an associate professor um, at Delta College or San Joaquin Delta College in Stockton, California. And we talk through um, our ideas and concepts around fear itself. And then how do we use mindset to face our fears? It's a really great starting place. And I hope that you enjoy it as you take a listen. Hello, listeners. Welcome to episode one. We're super excited of season two. Um, Like I said in the intro, I am sitting down with my friend, Jordan Giannoni Harless. And uh, as we were talking in the pre-show, just so you know, we have been laughing and uh, chortling and we have just been in cahoots and cohorts and all of the things as we talk about nerding out about how do we help our students um, Jordan, you work um, at, I, I always feel like I'm going to say this wrong, San Joaquin Delta College. You got uh, it. And uh, working there as an associate professor. But what I think is really cool is about, um, and why I wanted to talk today, you were telling me about your background in mindset. Mm-hmm. And as we're talking about this topic of fear, right? How do, we, how do we get into mindset? And so as we go through, right, we're going to kind of talk about the anatomy of fear. We're going to talk about mindset. For all of our listeners out there, you might be like, blah, blah, blah. I have heard about mindset. So hopefully we can rock your world a little bit. Hopefully this is just going to be the bomb.com. Okay. So listeners, as you're out there, just as a little note, right? First of all, let's note some, a few things. First, we are going through a pandemic. Um, I could be super redundant and say global pandemic, but that is like the same thing, um, right? So we're all living that and we're experiencing it wherever you are, whether you're over in Norway. Believe it or not, I have listeners in Norway. Shout out yes. to in Norway, wherever you, whoever you are. So happy that you're here. Um, or if you're here on the West Coast with Jordan and I um, and everywhere in between, we want to know your story and how this is impacting you as well. Um, second note um, that the world is on, well, <laughs> in the West Coast, it's literally on fire. Um, but as we again, um, as we come face to face with the importance of uh, civil freedoms, and especially for our black and brown brothers and sisters who are, who are working to have their voice heard and to tell their stories um, that we are learning as well, that we're trying to, to be here and to be present. Um, and so come tell us your story too. We want, we want to be a part of that. Um, and then finally, right, the new term has started for all of our students, wherever you are, whether you're in community college, whether you're university, maybe you're in high school and you're joining us here on the show. Um, maybe you're an educator yourself and you're just like, 
hey, like Slade's a rocking good time. So that's why we're here with all with his guests. Um, wherever you are, right? The school year has just begun and it's crazy. Jordan and I are coming to you live from our homes, <laughs> respectively. Um, <laughs> and so we're really happy to be here. So Jordan. Yes. Thanks for having me, Slade. So good to be here. Yes, 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 yes. So Jordan, I let's get into this first topic here, which is from your perspective, from your experience, um, business going into education, tell us a little bit about your perspective on the anatomy of fear itself. Absolutely. Um, in its most sort of raw form, fear affects the cerebral, cerebral cortex of our brain which is essentially the brain sort of control panel for judging and responding to stimulus. Um, this area of our brain can actually sort of become paralyzed when we have heightened anxiety or fear, and it basically interferes with our ability to make logical, rational decisions or take logical and rational actions. So, um, you know, it, in like the most like flight or fight response, which is probably the the easiest analogy I can draw, when you're watching a horror movie, right, and you see the killer advancing on a victim, and they're just standing there, and you're thinking, run, like, why are you standing still? Um, that actually might be quite natural in an actual emergency situation, that people, you know, experience this heightened fear response, the cerebral cortex kind of shuts itself down, and people are unable to rationally think about what to do, which would be in that situation to run. Um, But that same kind of response gets triggered even at a lower level if we're experiencing fear or anxiety about, you know, the more everyday things that go on in our life. Um, And frankly, you know, with reference to things like the pandemic, I, I also think that the older we get and the more knowledgeable we come, the more susceptible we are to fear. Um, One of the reasons that children are so fearless is because they don't have an understanding of all of the possible repercussions um, that could come with taking a certain action or, you know, exposing themselves to a certain stimulus. Whereas as we're, uh, you know, when we become adults and we gain more knowledge about the way the world works, things become more scary to us because we realize what could happen. Um, So in that way, you know, sometimes ignorance really is bliss. It allows us to sort of avoid Um, Mm -hmm. you know, fearful responses. Um, But fear is an incredibly natural human response, particularly to the world we live in now. We are living in a world that is, that has more stimulation, right, than any other decade in the past, just between our advancements in technology, the presence of social media, the presence of cell phones, um, the way our work lives have evolved, you know, the rise of technology has sort of made us plugged in all the time. So I think we're much more susceptible to engaging with content that invokes anxiety. Yeah. We're put in situations a lot more often um, that would make us fearful. Um, And basically, you know, we all have to make efforts to sort of beat that back in order to live our lives more freely and and take some of the, the big steps. Yeah. Jordan, take us, let's go into, let's kind of do a little bit of microscope here. So um, a few things like coming through this and I, 
already, right? So for our listeners, just kind of normalize this right here. Like, so Jordan and I, we sound like we're so cool, right? We're like, we're totally chill or whatever. And I'm just going to have an authentic moment. I get really excited and nervous about when I sit down with somebody because I want this to flow and I want this to sound good. But as we start talking about it and as we think about it more rationally, I can feel my anxiety going down. So first of all, tool number one, if you're looking for tools, right? When we're in a fear state, how do we come out of it, right? Like, how can we move into that rational mind? And, and I'm going to let Jordan talk about that a little bit more. But, but first, why don't we do just a quick like brain anatomy for all of our listeners? You might have a much, a much greater grasp on uh, brain anatomy <laughs> uh, than Jordan and I do. But just as a review for all of us who, as we're coming into this and we're like, oh, hey, I want to know this better, right? Okay, so fear is, gener- is a fear, is a response in the body, right? And it's generated uh, from the amygdala, which is at the back of your head. And as Jordan was just talking about, right, it clamps down on our cerebral cortex, which is the processing unit in our brain, right? That's the kind of the biggest unit where it's, it's the one that helps us to, to move forward and to make judgments um, and to be able to process our everyday lives. And so when we have that fear, Jordan, like you were just saying, where we, um, when we have fear, anxiety over big things or little things, right? We're not, we're not able to process and move forward like we want to, right? How do we, you, you know, you had talked about that, you know, with, with that stimulus, with that fear, right? We, we have to, we have to push back. So how do we, let's get into mindset and let's talk about the anatomy of mindset and, um, and then how does this apply to fear? Absolutely. So Mindset, I want to make sure I give credit where credit's due because this is amazing research. Um, the coin, the, the term mindset, particularly growth mindset and fixed mindset, which is the mindsets that everybody's been hearing about lately, um, were coined by Stanford psychologist Dr. Carol S. Dweck. And they were born out of research that she started doing, I think about two decades now, about how children perceive failure, setbacks, challenges and hard puzzles. So Carol was essentially interested in theories around intelligence and she knew that nobody loved failure, right? Nobody nobody loves (laughs) failing, Um, but she became very curious about why some children were so much more resilient to failure or rejection or setback than other other children were. Mm -hmm. Um, And essentially what she observed over time was there was the presence of these two very different outlooks in children, which she coined the growth mindset and the fixed mindset. And the growth mindset is sort of exactly what it sounds like. It's an outlook or a belief that growth is possible, that we are adaptable, changeable human beings, capable of learning. Mm -hmm. And the fixed mindset is quite the opposite. Um, it's It's a state of thinking where we believe that our personality, our um, physicality um, are finite, that we only have a certain amount of intelligence or physical ability, um, that our personalities can't be changed. We are who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's sort of the anatomy of those two of those two mindsets that everybody's hearing about. Yeah. And in terms of right, I want to let's get into this bit of. So. Okay, so let's step back, right, listeners? Let's step back a little bit and let's let's go back and then we'll go, we'll zoom, we'll step back a little bit and then we'll zoom back in, right? So we're talking about, we're, we're here, we're talking about fear itself. 
Yep. Right. And here in the beginning of the school year, and as we start season two, we're thinking we we're using this as a platform to set up for the rest of as we discuss over here on Knowledge Quest, as we discuss how do we face our fears. So you might have known this already, maybe you didn't, but let's just kind of let's recap, right? So fear is this response in the body, right? So many of us are familiar with fight or, uh, fight or flight, right? In that moment, you're going to do one or two things. There's also literature out there that says there's a, there's a third response, um, but we're not gonna get into that right now. Um, and that you know now, we all know, because we did some really awesome searching, right? Some really basic searching um, of where that response is coming, right? So that response is in the back of the mind. And now we're talking about mindset. Because what I want for all of us, right, is that we have tools, that we have the tools to be able to move forward. And as Jordan, you said, right, to push back against, right, to, to push that fear back out. So, so Jordan, in terms, of, in terms of mindset and in terms of fear, right, how do we apply it to, how do we apply that practice of mindset, either having a growth mindset or a fixed mindset? Um, and applying this to fear in your own personal experience, either from your own narrative or in your experience in business or in, uh, in education, how have you seen this play out? How have you seen examples of when people are afraid and they have either remained in a fear, uh, either remained in a fixed mindset or they have utilized a growth mindset? How has that played out? Oh gosh, um, every bad boss I've ever had has, has had a fixed mindset. Um, and that is chuckle worthy. And I didn't, I didn't know that until I had embarked on, you know, engaging with some of this research and kind of my own leadership journey and evolving myself as a manager. Um, but truly, um, the, the fixed mindset can manifest itself as um, threatened responses. So people will literally get fearful of some deficiency they believe that they have being unmasked. Mm -hmm. Um, they may feel threatened. Uh, they may like they, their job may be, feel threatened if they feel like you're super talented. Um, it could manifest itself as other people's successes somehow feeling like your failure. Mm -hmm. Right. So yeah. it can manifest itself in a lot of different ways. And I think this concept of the, the concepts of the mindsets and really yeah. how they apply to fear are universal across our lives. Um, and that's something that Carol really writes about. They, they come up in our relationships. Mm -hmm. They come up in our workplace. They come up in athletics and in other activities that we engage in recreationally. Yeah. And certainly they come up in school. Yeah. So, you know, they are present at all times and affecting the way we interact with people pretty much in all spaces mm. and how we perceive our own abilities and self-worth. I'm so glad you said that. I want to come in to talk about um, how we see uh, fear responses with a growth mindset. But first, I want to talk about, you had said this, right? How we see ourselves. And in terms of fear, do you see, do you think we can be afraid of ourselves depending on our mindset? Yeah, I really do. Um, and how do I you see that manifest? How, how, would, you see, how would you kind of... Uh, describe that? What would that look like in a person who's, who you, it would be like, wow, I think that person's afraid of themselves based on their mindset. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think sometimes that experience can be extremely painful, but I have certainly seen it, um, not just in myself, but in other people, uh, you know, other, you know, people that are close to me in my life. But 
I've seen people sort of self-sabotage relationships because they're afraid that they're not worthy of love or they're so afraid at the beginning of a relationship that they're going to screw it up that then they, that then they purposely do so that they um, controlled the outcome. Mm. Right? Then they can say, I knew it. I told you so knew this was going to happen. And it did. And at least since I made it happen, I'm, I've somehow controlled that. But unfortunately, like when we're fearful of ourselves, it, typically, not always, right? In a relationship, two people get hurt. But um, a lot of times the person that gets most hurt is, is, is you, it's right? Yourself. It's yourself. It's yourself. Um, I've also seen people be so afraid of change that they are too afraid to take chances mm-hmm. and actually like live their passion. So they may have some wonderful idea, whether that it's an invention or a business or, um, you know, just some other endeavor that they want to take on that, that fear of, of who they might become if they were successful or how it might alter the rest of their world, whether those were again, relationships or maybe where they lived, um, that they, that they stop. They stop pursuing whatever it is. Yeah. I don't know about you listeners, but I feel like I have a lot to chew on right now. <laughs> Jordan is, I'm, I'm, I'm woke and I'm thinking about <laughs> my own behavior and, you know, thinking about times where um, perhaps I've been afraid of my own self, my own capacities. I've been afraid of my own, um, my own success. Um, and perhaps that kind of fixed mindset has, um, has, you know, held me back from, you know, maybe doing some of the good that I've ultimately wanted to do in my life. Um, before we go too far, Jordan, let's talk about this from the growth mindset now. So let's look at fear from a growth mindset perspective. What, um, how does, how does someone who we've talked a little bit about management, so maybe we want to go there, but maybe not, but in terms of behavior and presentation, how do you see in your personal experience, how has the growth mindset won over fear? Uh, once I like found the words to describe those thought processes, um, things made so much more sense for me personally. And I can reframe almost any fear in my life to, to overcome it now through the growth mindset. And um, that is, I want to note, that is an effort, right, on the, on the part of ourselves. We have to, and we'll talk a little bit about this hopefully later, um, we have to metacognitively, right, like think about our thinking to be able to interrupt some of those fixed mindset or um, negative feedback loops that happen in our brain. That, that's a skill that we kind of learn when we engage in growth mindset work. Yeah. Um, yeah. But tackling fear through growth mindset, I, I can tell you myself personally, I do all kinds of things that people are like, this lady's crazy. <laughs> but <laughs> literally, if I'm scared of something, I borrowed a, a lesson. And again, some of these things I didn't realize fit into growth mindset until much later in my life. But I've always kind of been drawn to this work and how it's come to me through different outlets. Um, there is an organization called To Write Love on Her Arms that is an organization dedicated to helping people who are fighting addiction, depression, suicidal thoughts to getting the help that they need. And they do tons of campaigns. And one of their campaigns that has 
resonated with me forever is a campaign they do called Fears vs. Dreams. Mm. And they will literally ask, um, you know, folks on the street, people that follow their work, um, you know, whoever it may be, to write on a board a fear that they have. And then on the other side of the board or on the card will be the dream. So write like a, a fear that I you know, never, never meet somebody and get to fall in love. Yeah. Right. On the flip side of that is I find somebody who accepts me for who I am and I'm happy. Yeah. That's one of the first places that I personally start to, to wrestle with myself out of a fear-based mentality. I think everything I want is on the other side of fear. So I go and I write down what's on the other side of the fear card. Yeah. And, and sometimes that helps right? Like actually the dream is this. And why do I spend so much time focusing on the fear? What if I flipped my whole life over just the way they flip over the board? And I lived my whole life um, with the dream at the forefront of my mind instead of at the fear, right? Why is that? Why is the fear my default response? Yeah. You know, Jordan, you said something that I think is really important. Um, and listeners, as you're out there, maybe you're hearing something that has touched you, pinged you. Maybe you've heard something that has irritated you. Like, no, I don't behave that way. Gosh. That's a mindset response. <laughs> I'm turning off this podcast. I don't want to listen to this people that talk anymore. I don't even know how to say amygdala. Um, right? <laughs> so I want to just take a moment before we go to break here. Um, I want to take a moment again. I, I'm, I'm like the, I, <laughs> I, I'm kind of like, uh, I'm the person that's always zooming in, zooming out. Right. And, and in terms of your learning and your listening listener, right? Like Jordan said something, which is so important <laughs> to think about our thinking, to think about our thinking. And as we look at these principles, as we look at mindset, and I have not had the opportunity to interview or to meet uh, uh, Carol Dweck, um, but Carol, if you're listening, we'd love to talk with you. Yes, um, we would. For reals, um, we would definitely, I, I'm not sure how I feel gender-wise about this statement because I'm not sure if it feels uh, like pigeonholing, but like we would totally fangirl uh, for sure. Um, we would, yeah. <laughs> We would for sure. Fan person, uh, however fan people person. want to frame it. Yeah, know, right? we're, we would just be all over that. We would. We'd be puddles. Um, but this idea of where are you at, listener? Where are you at in terms of thinking about your thinking? Um, as I was writing, as Jordan, as you were sharing just your experiences and your, um, and your theories on this process, I was making notes about how I see this on a, on a spectrum that with all things, right? There's just so much gray in life and mindset is no different, right? That, because um, on its very brightest edge, people might be like, well, that's so, and to use a reference that maybe our students don't know, Pollyanna, um, if you don't know it, go <laughs> look it up. But right, so optimistic, just always looking for the rainbows and, um, right, and, and saying, well, that really sucks, but now we're gonna go do this, right? Like it can look so unattainable. And then on the very other side, it can look so curmudgeon right? Like so Scrooge pre three ghosts, right? Like I'm just gonna hold on to what I have. Love, yeah. is, uh, love is a construct which doesn't exist um, and that I'm not worth more than what I can make, yep. right? Like it can look like that, but that, that for the normal human being, who is just trying to get by in life, right? 
sometimes maybe you maybe you're the person on you know on the freeway who just can't help but think that everyone on the road is out to get you but once yeah. you get home you feel great right that's to me that's a moment of fixed mindset right that the person who cut you off hates you <laughs> probably not you know and um you know in terms of all of us have that in our lives you know we, yep. we're all fluxing and we're all trying to to find that 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 ability jordan as you said to flip the card over and to think about what we're thinking and say, how do I want to feel right now? How do I want to move forward? Do I want to be frozen? You know, and in terms of your yes. fears, listeners, because, um, and Jordan, I hope some of your students are listening too. Um, oh, they will be, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, right? Like, as you face your fears, to think about where are those coming from? Where are they coming from? So we're going to take a little bit of a break, um, and I'm uh, as we go to break, I'll remind all of our old listeners and then the new ones. Um, uh, in the break, I like to play a little bit of music just to give us some time to like go and to simmer for a minute. Um, if you are a if you are a burgeoning, if you're a budding uh, musician, and you're like, I need some airtime, uh, please send me a track. I would love to highlight you, and I would love to um, share your work. Um, I also want to uh, send this out to all of my poets out there. If you're a poet and you are wanting some airtime as well to share maybe some spoken word or just free verse, um, I would love to share a poem in the middle of the show. Like, you don't need to listen to us talk the whole time. Um, so we're going to just take a little break here and then we're going to come back um, with this idea of now we, we, have the, um, we have the theory, right? We have the idea of what fear is, what mindsets are, now we're going to talk about how do we apply these principles? Um, how do we apply these principles? Okay. All right. We'll be back after the break. Hey, everyone. Welcome back um, to Knowledge Quest, your student experience podcast. We have been talking about mindset. We've been talking about fear. We've been examining the wor uh, work of uh, Carol Dweck. Uh, we've been talking about our own experiences with fear um, and with mindset and how do we overcome them. Um, so in my notes here, we have the big money question, which is how do we apply this principle now? And um, in the break, uh, Jordan and I, uh, we were talking and I said, give us the five minute lecture. Give us the five minute lecture on mindset and give us some takeaways so that as we, as we leave this podcast, we can feel like, all right, this is one thing I could try. So Jordan, what are your thoughts on that? I think the, one of the most simple things that we can do to you know, try to force ourselves if we're having a moment of fixed mindset or we know there's some area of life where we have a fixed mindset is to try to put that thing in context. Right. So if you can just get yourself to that place where you recognize I'm having a fixed mindset response to this, or I keep saying things that clearly imply I have a fixed mindset around this area of my life, you know, normalize it and put it in context, particularly if it's fear. One of the things that I feel um, really started to irk me about fear um, a couple of years ago was that I realized that I failed every single day, multiple times a day in my life. And some parts of our fear response are very laissez-faire and we move on and rebound very quickly, kind of without even realizing that we fail. In other parts, we assign this like super shameful experience to. Yeah. 
you know, we got to normalize fear and failure yeah. in pretty much all, all aspects of our life. Um, and that's really that's something that Dr. Dweck illustrates in her book. Failure is a very normal part of life. We do it every day. I mean, think about just your human existence. You, you set like a goals or to-do list every day. I want to be in the car by 8.15. Um, I got to start the, the dishwasher today. Um, I plan to go to the gym after work. Okay. If you don't make one of those things happen, it's like, ugh, I failed to be in the car at 8.15. I failed to remember to start the dishwasher. Mm. Um, I failed to get to the gym today we don't like spend a bunch of time worrying about what's going to happen if we don't get to the gym yeah, or if we don't get in the car at exactly 8.15. So it's just kind of funny when we really start to contextualize this concept of fear and see how we totally brush fear off or a uh, failure, sorry. We totally brush failure off in some parts of our lives and then we cling to it in other parts normalize it across your entire experience. Know that, know that you are going to fail. Perfection is, <laughs> perfection is almost impossible to obtain at all, yeah. but then it is truly impossible to maintain. You know, use your growth mindset to normalize failure and then use those experiences from failure and learn from them. Every Every influencer, whether in, you know, an athlete, a journalist, um, anybody that you admire, you know, writers, athletes, they are going to tell you the road to success is, is paved with setbacks. Mm -hmm. And I truly mean that. I mean, think about some of the people that we idolize in our society, Tiger Woods, Simone Biles, um, Ellen DeGeneres, Thomas Jefferson, Steve Jobs, right? These people like did not live rosy, perfect paths to their dreams. Yeah. Um, so if you know what I mean, if failure works out for those people, it's going to work out for me too. Yeah. You know, so I think that's one of the first ways. Um, I love that as you're, as you're thinking, yeah. right. I just want to reiterate for our listeners, right? So take a moment and digest the statement, know that you're going to fail. And maybe you already know that. Maybe you're like, well, yeah, psh, well, of course I know I'm going to fail. What I'm trying to do is not do that. Now, rewind and listen again. Know that you're going to, be, you're going to fail and then become okay with that. Mm -hmm. And one of the ways, one of the next ways I would say we can use the growth mindset is yeah. know that you're going to fail from time to time. Be okay with that. And then go and do the prep work that will make you feel okay with that. Mm. Yeah. If I really want something badly and I don't get it or it doesn't happen for me or doesn't work out, I am more okay with failure knowing that I did my best, that I did everything I could to make it happen. Yeah. Right. Failure feels a lot worse when we know it's coming. Yeah. So, so, you know, it's like, you don't study for a chemistry test going into that thing. You know, you are failing <laughs> that, that followed you for days coming into it. And when you get the F back on the test, you feel worse. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If I know that I have done everything in my control, right? Sometimes we fail and it is truly out of our control. Yeah. But if I have done everything I know I could possibly do to set myself up for success, 
then the next thing, all I can do is take the feedback or the lesson from that failure, if there is one, use it to get even better the next time. Sometimes it has taken me, I mean, I can't even tell people, like, you want to know how many jobs I've been rejected from? Like, <laughs> still, still happening all the time, right? Like, yeah. I put myself out there a lot. So, yeah. and, and I want to normalize that. The more you put yourself out there, mm-hmm. the more you are going to get rejected, the more you are going to fail. But you know what? That is one of the bravest things you can do. Yeah. And I always have had so much admiration for people that I feel like, wow, they, they really go for it. Yeah. Right? We never look at people who are going for it and living authentically and think, oh, loser. (laughs) We're always like, gosh, that person is amazing. Look at that courage. They're just doing it. Um, And rarely too, do we see people do that and then give them some flack or negative feedback about it. I think we're always really afraid of how other people are going to respond. Yeah. Don't be. Put, Put yourself out there. So, man, Jordan, I have so many thoughts. I, and, and perhaps, right, if it wasn't just a dead airtime, right, we could all take a moment, just meditate together and think about, and think about thinking, have a meta moment. Um, so the first one is a quote that I, I don't remember who said this, and uh, maybe I'll pull it up and I'll put it in the notes of the show. Um, but uh, to fail, so fail hard and fail fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so Google has their program, which is called, it's, it's like Google X or just X. It might be called X or whatever, but their job is to go and they take a product and they see how many times they can get it to fail. Mm-hmm. And, and the reason why I bring up that quote, and again, I'll put it in the notes so that people um, know where they can find uh, who, who said that, this idea of failing hard and failing fast, is I'm thinking about, and Jordan, you and I, we talked about this a little bit before the show started. Uh, I'm thinking about especially our students of color, our students who come from, who are maybe first generation students, uh, students who um, have come from a background where uh, money and access, not easy. Maybe it's still not easy. Maybe as you're listening, you're like, it's like, this is still my story. I'm still living it right now. And to talk about um, what I'm thinking about, Jordan, is the growth mindset in the face of, um, almost insurmountable obstacles. Um, and not so much, I'm not sure I have a question inside of that. Maybe, um, how do we hold on? Like I, I did ask you, I said, what do we, what do we, what if I don't experience results, right? Let's say that I, I see, right. I can, I turn, I flip my card over every time. Right. And, but there's a reality, which is, let's say that it's because I, let's say that's because I'm black. And for all of our listeners out there, I think you already know this, but I am not black. Um, and for full disclosure, Jordan is not black uh, either. Um, that is not our lived experience. But let's say that I was, and there's an there's an insurmountable obstacle. What then, right? How do how do I maintain that mindset then? I think that um, as cliche as it sounds, literally tr- try and try again. Um, Michael Jordan is a real role model of mine. A fun fact: I'm actually named after him. Oh, no way. Um, lot, yeah, lots of people don't, don't know that, but I was born on the 23rd, his number, and um, originally my parents thought I was going to be a boy, so they were going to name me Michael Jordan, um, and then I wasn't a boy, and then, but I was born on his number, and my dad said, good enough, um, 
But one of the quotes, his most famous quote, um, I can accept failure. I can't accept not trying. Mm. And I think that's something that that's, you know, you have to personally muster that up sometimes. Um, and I will share that even though I haven't had, um, you know, experiences rooted in, in race that felt insurmountable in my early twenties, I dealt with so much depression that, I mean, like I would have days and days on end where, um, I was like, I had a good job. I was making good money. I was just extremely unhappy. And I, I forced myself and I mean, literally forced myself to do things that I knew were good for me. And I know that is, I know that is hard. I want to acknowledge that, that sometimes that feels impossible, but I would do things like force myself to write down five positive affirmations every day. Yeah. And they, they could be things as simple as I'm capable. Yeah. I'm, I'm dedicated, passionate, kind. Um, I can, I can do this. I'm going to be okay. And there were lots of days that I frankly didn't really believe them. <laughs> yes. Like that is supernatural. I also want to normalize that for people. Um, fake it till you make it's a real thing. Yeah. I, I held on to a distant hope that one day I truly would be dedicated, passionate, kind, that I truly would one day be okay, that yeah. one day I truly would be capable. Um, and eventually I was, right? Like those, those storms do pass. Um, the storms never stop, but, but neither do the sunny days, right? They, they always come. Yeah. The morning always comes. Um, so, so that was ju- that's just really what I would encourage, encourage people to do. Find whatever it is. It, it could be a person. For me, it was literally, I used to watch a YouTube video mm-hmm. of a, a dancer for the Rockettes. Her name is Kelty Colleen. She did a, just a short interview where she was very authentic about her struggle with depression and finding success. And I literally watched her video every day and it it really got me through what felt like the insurmountable obstacles. There was something about who she was and what she said that resonated with me so much that it inspired me to sort of hang in there on the days, even when I thought like maybe I couldn't. Yeah. Jordan, I, I'm hearing so many things. And I think that one of my biggest takeaways is that, so right, come back, right? Listeners, let's go back, right? What, what's something we already know, which is that we're going to fail, right? And that in terms of our growth, mind, our growth mindset, to take all of that beautiful work of uh, Carol Dweck and to kind of boil it down for the sake of our time and our, and our conversation to, right, how do, I, how do I choose to move forward? right? Instead of deciding to stay right where I am or to be, especially to be really grumpy about where I am <laughs> and to be fearful of other people and other people's success and my own success and things like that. And then this idea of that it's not going to happen in a day. And my life is still happening now, Slade, right? Like I think people imagine that there's some finish line. <laughs> yeah. I, I, ho- I hate to tell people that it, yeah. there isn't. There isn't. Yeah. I got it, over other obstacles. More will come. Yeah. And, you know, Jordan, some things, right? Like, so if you're that person that's like, I, but I don't even know what I don't know. Okay. First of all, let's normalize. Welcome to the club. Right? Like there, there <laughs> None of us always, know anything. <laughs> yes. Right. Like there will always be things that you don't know. And as you were talking earlier, Jordan, I was feeling like, I think that most of my fears come from the edge of what I don't know. 
right? Like that's where almost where all of my fears reside. It's like, okay, that's, those are all things I don't know. <laughs> yes, me too. And, but that, okay, can I become okay with that? Right. Okay. So I don't know those things. Find your person, students, listeners, growers, learners, meaning human beings, all of you out there, find your person. Remember, you don't have to be that. You don't have to be that person you envision, you envision tomorrow. Jordan, I love, thank you so much for sharing your story and that piece of like, my life is still happening now, right? Just because we're talking about it now, it doesn't, it makes it sound like it's this really lovely fairy tale. Like, and Jordan lived happily ever after. All those <laughs> obstacles behind me. It's just money and parties from here on out. Yeah. Absolutely. Not, not real. Right. Yeah. And, and I think that, you know, one thing we should point out Slade, it's really hard not to fall into the trap of believing that yeah. when social media is a thing. Oh. You know, for you and I growing up, that was absent from our childhoods. For our newer, younger generation of listeners, we realize that you've come into a world where that has always been present and people oh, yeah. are only displaying the best parts of their life, mm -hmm. which can make people believe that there is some finish line and that other people are out there living these perfect lives that are, um, you know, <laughs> unhindered by problems yeah. of any kind. Not real. Yeah. It makes me think, you know, and even their worst part of their lives are filtered, right? Like, yes. <laughs> like oh, look at my, look at my dirty kitchen. Sunset filter. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to go into, um, as we, as we wind down here, as we're coming to a close, let's go into a speed round. You've already actually already answered the first question, which was name a time that Mel mindset helped you face your fears mm -hmm. um, in sharing your story about depression and especially doing doing the next thing i i totally get it listener if you're like if you're like slade forget you like no i can't do this that may be where you are right now but what we're telling you as two other human beings who have lived some really life lessons right is that you will have to choose at some point right so if you can't do it now that's okay just know we're here for you and and we'll be your people if you want us to be and okay, just so knowing let's, that it's a choice is, is so monumental. Yeah. You get to, you get to choose. Yeah, that, absolutely. Just knowing that, huge. And maybe that's the answer to my next question. What would you say in our speed round, what's the very first and smallest step someone can take in facing their fears? You know, Slade, you actually kind of just reiterated, reiterated this a moment ago. Enroll somebody you trust. If you are fearful, um, whether it's of something you want to accomplish, but don't really want to put yourself out there, whatever it is, tell somebody else about something you're hoping to achieve or overcome because two things will happen. One, you're going to get new ideas on how to approach this scary thing. And two, you're going to find somebody who's going to hold you accountable when we're scared and we're the only person that knows, it's very easy for us to become avoidant and say, I really want to do that thing, but I'm scared. So I'm just going to put it away and I'm not going to tell anybody. And then I'm going to avoid it for six, seven, eight, nine months. Yeah. Um, if somebody else knows, they will kind of hunt you down and they'll say, you told me you wanted to do that thing. And I know the deadline's coming up, you know, are, how are you feeling? And then you're going to be like, Oh God, now I have to actually do it. Um, <laughs> So important. And then the last thing that they will do is if you tell, again, somebody you trust, a mentor, um, an instructor, a parent, a friend, um, a spouse, a significant other, yeah. they will also encourage you yeah. on that journey. They yeah. will be your leader in those moments where you think, I can't do this. Yeah. What was I thinking? 
Yeah, that's the first thing. Enroll somebody. Tell, tell someone else. Find your person. Find yeah, your find person. person. Okay, and then the last question in um, in the speed round, which is more kind of like it's kind of like medium speed today because we've talked about <laughs> so much already, um, and and only and Jordan just to normalize like experience, what's what's kind of a what's a fear you're tackling right now? I have been kicking around an idea for an extremely long time about starting some sort of online community community dedicated to empowering women in business. And I just have so much self-doubt about whether or not I actually even have anything to contribute to other women. Um, I've been thinking about curating a space that I, I wish I had, right? Like I want to learn from other people. Um, but yeah, I mean, I still, like I said, I'm still living my life. I still have self-doubt. So that's, that's where I'm at right now. But, um, you know, I want to, I want to inspire listeners to realize that if we state a fear, we can also state a commitment. So after we get off this call slate, I'm going to go buy the domain name for this online presence. Oh, it's happening right now. Yes. We can choose, right? I'm going to choose to go do that. And maybe I won't lay the rest of the groundwork for a little while, but that's, that's like my small step for today. Yeah. You can, Jordan, my biggest takeaway, well, I mean, there's so many takeaways, but what you just said, you can state the fear, but you can also state a commitment. Yeah. So listeners, we here on Knowledge Quest, we've been talking about mindset. We've been talking about fear. We have been talking about how do we move forward through fear? Um, I have been, uh, for all of you listeners out there, maybe you do know this, maybe you don't, I've been surveying um, those who are closest to me, meaning the student body I get to work with. Jordan was gracious enough to share the link with her students as well um, on what are you afraid of? Like, what are you facing? And so listeners know that um, you can come and share your fears via, um, via the podcast link as well. If you go to anchor.fm uh, backslash Slade Thackeray, um, you can come and you can join the conversation on fear. Um, I think, you know, Jordan, as we are, you know, as we come to wrap up, right, this reminder of we get to choose. You get to choose what happens next. And to recognize that for some of us out there, that choice might feel very, very, very small. It might be just as simple of inside of your cell of circumstance uh, comes from, uh, uh, I'll put that quote in the, in the notes as well. I believe it's Neil A. Maxwell, uh, who was a uh, a leader, a thought leader, um, but that within our cell of circumstance, that sometimes the only choice that we have is to smile. Yeah. It literally might be that small. That, that might be your only choice is, is to smile. That's what it might feel like. Um, so you get to choose. Second, find your people. Find a person and, and tell your story. <laughs> Come and tell your story and be heard. And finally, that as much as you can state your fears, and Jordan, this is the last thing you said, which is that as much as you can state your fears, you can state a commitment on the other end of that. Absolutely. I do, I do lots of things, even when I'm scared. Um, fear doesn't always go away either. I want to normalize that too. I, I cut through fear all the time. I go into meetings scared. Um, Sometimes we still got to do, again, the things that we know are good for us, mm -hmm. even when they're scary. Yeah. Yeah. Listeners, for Jordan Giannone Harless uh, down there in Stockton, California uh, at Delta College, um, I'm Slade Thackeray, your host at Knowledge Quest, your student experience podcast. 
this season we are talking about fear and how do we face our fears. Uh, in a couple weeks, um, I will be joined uh, by a friend of mine named Tyler Coles, uh, and he will lead us through how do we face our financial fears? How do we talk about finances? How do we talk about money? Um, and how can we turn, turn fear of money? How do we can turn that into being empowered? So I'm excited to join you next time. Please know that we hear you, that we want to see you, uh, and that we hope that you'll join us um, here on Knowledge Quest. Until next time, friends. Hey listeners, thanks so much for joining me on the podcast today. I know I say this a million times, but really, this is your podcast. This is your place where you can ask questions and where together we can get curious and find answers. So if you have a question or a topic that you think I should cover, please drop me a line at anchor.fm backslash Slade-Thackery. I'll catch you next time.